0: And uh, I just, I love being, I love being with men um, who are trying to make the most of this season, you know, with kids uh, under the roof and, um, and want to be great dads. They just want to be faithful um, during this season. I mean, tr- truly, uh, it's one of the fun- funnest topics uh, to talk about. It's one of the funnest rooms um, to be in. And so thanks for letting me be with you. Um, you know, so today we're gonna talk about fun. And I flinched, I'll be honest, a little bit last night. So Pam and I had dinner with, uh, with a couple. They had uh, adult children, a great couple, served the Lord uh, for their entire life. Uh, and they've got some adult children who are kind of spinning off um, a little bit and doing, doing things that are just candidly bringing a lot of pain uh, to, to mom and dad. And, uh, and I got in the car, and Pam and I just, you know, just kind of uh, grieved with them and, and prayed. And I thought, Man, like, am I going to go the next morning and talk about... You know how to have fun with your kids, like in in light of that, and uh, and I thought, yeah, I I am, and um, the reason is that I think all of this, all the stuff we're going to talk about today, gives us the right to uh, disciple our kids. That's 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 why we do uh, what we do. That's why you you you. I mean, think about how much work that guy had to put put in. To go get a float, like where do you pick up a giant float? Uh, you know, on Tuesday before a carpool, that guy had been hatching that plan for two to three weeks. And what's going to happen is, as his kids uh, go through, you know, they're in middle school now. They go through high school. They go through college. They're going to go. Hey, you know what, Dad? You know, whatever. He, he wears dad jeans, and you know, he's not cool. He doesn't know my music. But I, I remember that guy. I mean, in the morning, he would go all out uh, just to make that brief ten-minute drive epic. Um, very often. And, um, and so I know he loves me. I know he cares. Uh, I'm not going to believe that lie um, that he doesn't. And, uh, and so he will have a voice in middle school, high school, and uh, really I think for the rest of his life because of some of the things that he's doing right now. That's what uh, this uh, is all about. Okay. So um, this morning, I just want to uh, remind us of uh, of our goal and, um, and I know this, this verse comes out often uh, here. This is, this is a little bit like, you know, Vince Lombardi standing before the Packers and saying, gentlemen, this is a football, uh, you know, wooden, um, you know, in front of his team saying, guys, this is how you tie your shoes. Like, you're like, dude, I, I know this. But it, it bears repeating uh, so that we can remember the goal is not to be a fun dad. Uh, the goal is to be a dad that pulls off Deuteronomy 6, right? And so we've talked about this. This is God's plan before there was... Uh, before there was On Your Mark, um, before there was Awana, um, there was Deuteronomy 6. And this was God's plan to disciple uh, a nation, a people. And God told them, impress on your children, talk about them when you sit at home. He's talking about the commands uh, of God. Uh, when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up, Tie them a symbol on your hands and bind them on your forehead. So basically, as you, um, as you walk around with your kids, when you get up, when you go to work, when in an in agrarian society, they would go gone to work with you, and, um, and then when you eat lunch and when you sit around the dinner table at night, you talk about the things of God. But you do so out of a relationship. That's implied, but I think it's, uh, it's who God is. And so a verse, I think a great, a great parenting verse uh, is Exodus 20, uh, verse 2. I've never heard it preached. If you guys go and preach a message on uh, parenting, I think this would be a great, uh, a great start, a great point. So Exodus 20 is, um, what, what's, fam- what's famous about Exodus 20 is, uh, does anybody know what, what happens in verse 3? What comes after that? The Ten Commandments, right? So here's all the, the shout-nots uh, that, that go after this. B- before he gives them the Ten Commandments, he reminds them of the relationship that he ha- has had uh, with his people. He said, hey, before I give you some rules, I want to remind you that, man, I have been with you. I'm the one that walked with you um, out of uh, Egypt. I, I brought you out of slavery, and I gave you food to eat, right? And I, I protected you, and, and there were clouds, and there were pillars of fire, and there was water that, um, that appeared. Guys, I've got a relationship with you. I've been around. Now, let me give you the rules. And a lot of times I think as dads, we roll in, uh, we've done deals all day and people report to us and we send emails and people snap to it and we walk in and we treat our kids that way and, uh, and they, they don't raise their hands and go, we are blessed to have you as a father, you know, among all children, you, right? Um, and it's because we don't have a relationship with them. And so there's, there's hard, that, that, that stuff, teaching the things of God, you know, um, man, uh, discipline, not fun stuff, but it's always more palatable when there's a relationship. And I think God himself knew that with us. He doesn't, he's not just a, uh, an absent, uh, distant God who shows up and, uh, and tries to enforce uh, his rules, his plans on us. It right, is kindness that leads us to repentance. We love Him because He first loved us. Before the commandments was a relationship and a walk uh, in the desert, and so we can't uh, forget that. Okay. And then, lastly, before we uh, before we jump in, why is this a big deal? Um, David Pignol uh, is our uh, student ministry uh, pastor. Uh, they just got done Town. If you haven't seen, man, if you haven't seen the pictures of that. Uh, it is the most epic student ministry event that happens like on the planet it was uh it was crazy i was there for the opener um they've got laser light shows and smoke and uh all the kids had um they did a silent i don't know if you guys have seen this but they did a silent uh dj and so there was like you know 1,500 kids with headphones uh, and two DJs, and so they're, you've got them all dancing and you can't hear anything, and they just were able to switch back and forth um, between channels. It was, I mean, it was really, really fun. They, they crushed it. Um, and so David's been you know, not only doing amazing events for students, but he's also been just in investing and loving them and walking with families. And so uh, several years ago, I said, hey, David, let's think about the kids who go off to college and they continue to follow the Lord. Like they, they, they don't skip a beat, they hit there, and they, and they just go. What, what are common characteristics of the families that those guys came from? And so he had, I kind of had caught him off guard, and he, he thought for a second, he's, you know, and you can see him kind of doing the math, and he goes, you know what, John? He goes, do all the stuff that you would assume. He goes, but all of those families are really fun. And I was like come on, man, like, you know, that, that just, you're a fun guy and he's always doing funny skits and stuff like that. I was like, that can't be true. And I bet you don't really believe that. Um, And so no joke, uh, I kind of filed that. And I said, I'm going to ask him a couple years later and see uh, if he still has the same answer. And it was about two or three years later, where I knew he wouldn't remember that conversation. I walked up to him and I asked him the same question, teed it up. Hey, David, these kids are off in college. You know, they grew up in this ministry. Uh, some are doing great. Some have uh, left their faith. What are common characteristics? And he, I could tell he hadn't thought about it, and he definitely didn't remember the conversation. And he stopped again. He looked. He's like thinking through. He goes, Dude, you know what? All the families they came from are fun, and I was like, man, this, this dude uh, who sees a lot and has recognized a pattern that I need to pay attention to, and it, re- it really marked me and got my tail in gear uh, to try as best I could uh, to create a family where it was fun to be a part of, where if my kids weren't home and they were gonna go somewhere else, uh, they were counting the cost. Like, dude, if I leave, I'll miss out on this, I'm not sure uh, I want to go, right? And uh, and it, it marked me, and it's served me well. So my kids now uh, are 20, 18, 16, and 14. I've got two in college, two in high school. Uh, so I think I'm a lot further down um, the road than, than many of you. I mean, a lot of you guys are young, young dads, so I want to speak to you kind of specifically. Um, and uh, and then I think some of you are coming up on grandparenting, and uh, you can you can... Re uh, engage and do some of these same things without having to discipline them. And uh, I, I mean, I can't wait to be uh, a grandparent and do uh, do the stuff that my dad did to my kids. Right? I remember, I just remember having a, uh, my first child, and uh, I came home uh, to my parents' house one day, and my son is standing on the picnic table uh, with an ice cream cone. Uh, just ice cream all over him, and then my dad just sitting there, man. Isn't that great? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like dad, dad, you would have whooped my butt, you know. Uh, and then made, me, and then made me hose down um, the whole, the whole, um, you know, the whole picnic table, and probably made me sweep the porch. And you think this is great? Uh, so I can't, I can't wait uh, for those days that they're coming. So, um, so let me give you three resources before we jump in, and then I want to give you uh, today just kind of twenty five. Um, just things we've done, uh, in our family that have been fun. Okay. And the idea is not to try to, uh, impress you, um, uh, run up the score and, and show off. Um, but for me, when I hear somebody talk about a topic and they just give their own experience, it puts my mind kind of on a, on a mental treadmill. And then I'm able to just kind of jump off of what they say. And that, that really is uh, the goal here. The goal is not for you to take this 25 list, a uh, list of 25, and go make sure that you do all of those. It's to go, uh, let me see if I can walk away with two or three good ideas. And I bet, actually, I could do something way better than that and um that that would be that'd be my hope uh here okay but i'll give you three three resources especially if you guys are are uh, young young kids uh this first one is a book uh, that a gal went all over dfw and um just kind of cataloged fun stuff to do uh with kids and then questions or conversations you could have um after that you had been there and i think the book is out of print um, and so you can, can kind of go go look and see. I don't know. I could I could uh, loan you my copy, um, but we would wake up um, uh, every every sun or every Saturday. We didn't have sports. Uh, one one tip, pro tip, is dads, especially younger ones, um, own the weekend. Okay, if you're, if your wife is home and she is. Uh, breastfeeding and cleaning up toys and breaking up fights. Um, she just, just allowing for us this, this worked, uh, just allowing my wife to kind of tap out, uh, a little bit on Saturday, you know, and, and it was like, I took the baton and it's like, babe, I've got this day, you know, and, uh, we're going to be together and you don't have to worry about it. And, uh, and, and so for, for Pam, if we could go out of the house, uh, that was great. Uh, she enjoyed that. And so we'd, uh, we'd grab either um, uh, that book or I would go to uh, Guide Live starting about Thursday or Friday. And I'm just going to look and see what's going on in DFW. You know, is there uh, some festival... Uh, I remember, you know, I remember taking my eight-year-old to a chili cook-off, which turned out later to be kind of a bad idea. But in the moment, uh, it was it was really uh, it was really fun, and I, it was uh, it was free, uh, you know, and just the different random stuff that the city has to offer. We, we have a lot going on every weekend. So if you stay at home and go, man, I don't know what to do. Let's just watch Netflix. Uh, I think you're missing out on uh, what the city uh, has to offer. Okay, and then um, so I would go to Guide Live, or I would look in that book, and we would go. And I remember just the, the kids called it the book of fun. And they're like, what's in the book of fun? And we would go to like petting zoos. that You would have no idea existed uh, in Dallas or little museums. There's a cockroach museum in Plano. I don't know if it's still, uh, if it's still there, you know, and we would just pop into the, the places and go, uh, go do fun stuff. And then the other thing that served me really, really well, I still do this, was I would just ask other dads, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing with your families? How are you discipling your kids? What are you doing to have fun? And I would just kind of keep uh, a little Evernote file, and when somebody told me something, I would write it down because I just I, I learned I could never really uh, remember, and so I still do that. Got a great movie? Got a great restaurant? Got a great uh, date night for your uh, with your wife, or a great idea for your kids? I, I write it down, and I'll ask. Uh, If I go to lunch with you, that's that's probably a question that I will answer. And I found some of my best ideas as a dad uh, have come from other dads who are in it uh, with me. Okay? So um, those are just a a few things to kind of set the table. I'll just give you—we're just going to go through some of these. I I just picked 25. I don't know why these 25. I'll just share them with you. Uh, Okay? Just some fun stuff uh, that we've done. One of the funnest things, we ask our kids, hey, what— what are, the, what are some of the fun memories of growing up? Um, they will tell you, uh, Barbarian Night. Okay? So, Barbarian Night at the McGee House was uh, we eat dinner, but we use no utensils whatsoever. Right? And so, uh, mom or dad just could play that card at any moment. Um, meals coming out, and we announce, hey, it's Barbarian Night. And there's much rejoicing uh, in the land. You know, the kids go crazy, and we sit down and we would just eat. With our hands, and uh, they would, uh, if they knew it was coming, they would always ask for the messiest food possible. Think uh, spaghetti, right? And so you've got kids uh, from like ten or from eight to you know newborn, and they're just sitting there with spaghetti, uh, just just chowing down. It's all over them, all over the floor. My wife is cringing uh, a little bit, you know. And like, this is awesome, and you know. It, you, you wipe it down, you get a mop out, and it allows you to sit down and have dinner without, um, you know, with, without always having to get on their case, and without, sit up straight, use your fork, there's something on your, on your face, wipe it off, all that kind of stuff. So we're just gonna have fun, right? And then they will, you know, the next night, they'll ask, hey, barbarian night, and they're like, no, dude, sit up straight, Put your shirt on. Use your fork. You know, wipe that stuff off your face. You know, what's your problem? You're like an animal. Uh, but that—that that was uh, those. That was just a lot of fun. Okay. Um, another thing we would do is uh, we we would split them up. Uh, we do man weekend and girl uh, weekend, or sometimes the girls would travel. And so this is uh, my guys when they were uh, were little. And uh, that gentleman is three plus pounds of ground beef. Uh, put into three patties, okay. And so every uh, every uh, time this happened, uh, the, especially the one on the right, he'd fling his shirt off, and it was like it's man weekend. And uh, and they would I was like, what do you guys want to eat? Man burgers. And so uh, so we'd go to the we'd go to the store and we'd buy you know uh, we're, there had to be more than a pound. Uh, that was the rule. And the one on the right, uh, Hudson, he would eat at, at best a quarter. A quarter of that hamburger, and it happened, You know, we did this probably ten times, and, uh, and so I, you know, every time it was the same. I was like, buddy, like you can't eat half of that. I'm, no, to, this is the, this is the time, Dad. This this is the weekend. Uh, we're we're gonna do it, and uh, and so we would just, you know, we just take our shirts off and uh, do be be stupid and be men, and we you know eat those burgers or we eat bites of the burgers. I always ate mine and had some of theirs. Uh, true true confession. Um, and, and I was just like, guys, it's, it's, it's me and you all weekend. The emails can stack up. Uh, I don't care what's going on. Um, we're we're going to go have a great time. And it's, it's just so little, but they still remember. They, I, uh, we were talking about this a couple of days ago. And they still remember there was some Star Wars game that they wanted. And, um, and so we went, uh, we went that day and, uh, we had to go to a couple different, uh, game stops and we got this cause I wasn't buying a new version. I was only willing to use the, buy the, buy the used version of it. And so, uh, we bought it and we just sat around with our shirts off and, uh, ate, ate too much and, um, and played video games, um, that weekend. And they're like, dad, that was the best weekend ever, right? And I did, we, did, we did talk about the things of God, um, that we, and we talked about what it was to be a man. We talked about relationships and asked them questions and, and found some ways, hopefully, to encourage uh, some others. But, dude, they were having fun with their dad, and that was the platform for any good conversation uh, to happen, okay? Um, I don't know what's on there. This is a great one for you you guys that are young. Uh, Home Depot and Lowe's building days. Some of you probably know about that, right? So uh, that's again, you throw it in your your, uh, Evernote file. And uh, (laughs) this was our favorite. So my my oldest son has got. You get a pen every time you put together like a little car or a uh, a paper towel rack. And uh, and this was our favorite by far uh, picture. I gave I gave Pam the the 25 things and ask her if she'd find some pictures. And she sent back this one. Uh, this is our Emmy. She's super, super sweet. Um, and so we would just go. And if you haven't been there, just, you know, they give kids hammers and nails and they and they get popcorn and juice and uh, and they love it. And so any day, and sometimes even in the midst of sports, um, I think uh, Lowe's had it twice a month, Home Depot had it once. And we would just, we would swing by those 30 minutes we we're gonna have uh, something fun uh, to do, and we had the biggest collection of wooden like garbage uh, all over our house, you know. Uh, but they thought, dude, they thought they're like master carpenters, and uh, it it was great. Uh, we had uh, we always had a great time, and so uh, I would I would commend putting that on your calendar. Um, number four, my youngest son. I asked him I asked him a couple weeks ago, hey. Funnest memory, you know, the thing that you like to do as a kid. And he's like nickel rama. You guys, if you haven't been there, uh, use nickels just like quarters uh, for games. And so you walk in there, um, you know, with like five to ten bucks, and they give you all these uh, nickels, and you completely overdose on, you know, tickets or uh, games or things like that. It's it's the end all be all to uh, to a young boy, and um, he wanted to make sure that you uh, you had that. Um, this was this was a fun memory. Um, Number five is that uh, one day we've done uh, it. Th- I think we've only done this once, which is a mess. Um, but when I didn't have a plan, um, and we, we did this just a couple years ago, my kids were actually quite a bit older. Uh, I had no, I was like, shoot, I've got all my, my kids at home. I have no plan. So I brought a, a twister board out, like a you know the, um, the little thing where you spin it and it, you know left. You guys know the, the left hand on yellow or whatever that thing. And so um, so we orientated north. And, um, and, and somebody just flicked it, and, uh, and it landed kind of northeast. And I was like, great, we're just going to get in the car, and we're going to drive northeast and just see what happens. And, man, we had the best day. Uh, we, we ended up, we drove right by Barnes & Noble. So I pulled in uh, to Barnes & Noble and said, I want everybody to go to a section that they're not familiar with and pick out, uh, pick out a book, and you read for 30 minutes, and then I don't know where we're going to eat, um, but you're going to tell people what it is that you uh, what you learned. And, um, and so we went and then we found a pizza place that we loved, and we sat around and we talked, and uh, it, was, it really was uh, an epic day. And I remember we got some, some great ice cream uh, after that. It took zero planning, and so you could always do that, pull out the spinner and just start driving um, and see what happens, okay? Um, number six, uh, put together... Uh, either uh, Legos or Connects, uh, and so um, at, at Christmas, this is this is what we did at, at Christmas this year. That is a working grandfather clock made out of ten thousand Connects pieces uh, there, and so it was a hilarious story. I had been trying to find this set uh, for about three years, two, two plus. I uh, couldn't find it, emailed people in like Australia and the UK, and uh, I got an alert. I'd set up all these alerts. I got an alert uh, early December of this year, and a guy in Arlington had one. And uh, so I went out there. He was missing some pieces. He's like, I think most of it's here. I'm missing some pieces. And it turns out he was missing um, 3,000 little uh, green pieces. I didn't know it, uh, and 700 of these little white rods. And so my wife and I were in there just counting them all out um, as a as a couple. And like I said, I think this is what we missed. We went to eBay, uh, ordered them all up, and then uh, a couple of days after Christmas, uh, we just sit around and uh, and did this as a family. So fun. The year before, we did the big giant um, uh, Harry Potter uh, castle, and so. Uh, So it was 400 bucks and uh, I bought it and uh, we put it together and sold it back uh, on uh, Amazon or or eBay and put 350 back in my pocket. And it was 50 bucks really well spent because it took us about a day and a half uh, to do as a, as a family. And uh, we, we posted a, uh, we took our video camera our, um, iPhone and put it up on the fan and just kind of uh time-lapse photography this this um this thing being built it was really really fun the kids had a, had a great time and when the when our guys were little um Legos it was all about the Legos and so I would take them sometime to a coffee shop or something and I'd just get them one of those little bitty Lego sets and we'd sit there and they'd put it together and and uh and had a great time so uh that's an idea um you could do that every time we have um Uh, Every time that you have kind of some time, especially. Um, Let's see. Number seven, uh, just scavenger hunts. And uh, you can do stuff uh, around the house. I remember doing one with the kids when they were little. And we gave them just some random, random directions that made no sense. Uh, And at the end, was a small prize. And we talked about how God's rules sometimes don't make a lot of sense. Um, But generally, uh, we're glad uh, after the fact when we follow them. And, um, and so um, I can tell you, I don't, I don't have much time, but I can tell you some more fun stuff around that. Uh, this one um, we did once, uh, just build an epic sprinkler. And so if you take, P- that's not my child. I just found that uh, on the interwebs yesterday, but this is what we did. Um, we, uh, If you take PVC pipe, you can string it and basically any, uh, Crazy kind of um, creation you want to, and then you can put things like uh, these little misters uh, on them, or you could hook up other sp- sprinklers and just go wild. Take PVC glue, uh, put it all together. There's a little adapter where you put the um, the um, like a hose to, and just have a, a big time. And so I remember we built it, and then uh, we broke it, and we rebuilt it, and did different different things like that. And so you could have uh, you could have a really really uh, fun time, or do you know, have a contest uh, with other dads and, uh, and then hook them all up in the backyard, um, you know, together and do something. That, that, was, uh, that was a really, really fun day uh, with their kids. So um, plan a quest. And um, so I, as some of you guys know, uh, for us, uh, we went and saw a ball game in every major league um, ballpark as a family. It took us five summers uh, and a truckload of planning uh, to do it on the cheap. And we made some amazing memories. So if you hate baseball, you should not do that, okay? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Um, But what it did was it gave us an opportunity and kind of an excuse to see the country, do a lot of other great things. It was really, uh, really, really fun. Uh, I heard of of a dad and uh, he, he, he said when he was growing up he and his dad had a quest uh, to find the best banana milkshake uh, in all of DFW. So uh, once a month, once a week, whatever it was, they would go to a different restaurant, and they would just catch up, and he's like, I didn't understand what my dad was doing, but he was, he was just looking to spend time with me. And we'd go and we'd try these banana milkshakes, and then we'd make notes about, you know, we had our, this little rubric of, I don't know, t- you know, most like a banana creaminess or what, whatever. And uh, he was like, dude, it was not about the banana milkshake. Right? It was all about my dad trying to spend time with me. So just you could pick, you could pick anything. Go to all the national parks. Um, go, you know, go see sites from a movie. Doesn't matter. There's something that brings out um, kind of the best in people when they're chasing down a goal, and there's a, a, immense memories that are formed uh, in there. I just highly, highly commend uh, that to you. And so, and you can, you can do that even with. You know, as your kids get older, pick something that would be hard uh, to do quickly that you can uh, bleed over as they're adults. And so for us, what we said is every time there's a new stadium in, um, in the U.S. that's built, so this, this summer is Arlington, I think uh, Oakland will be here in, uh, in a couple months, then uh, we're going to go as a family, kind of no, no matter how old we are, no matter how big the family is, we're just going to keep it going and go see every uh, ballpark. Not about the ballparks. Uh, it's about us being uh, together. Okay, uh, camping with other dads and kids. Um, I, uh, a t- probably, and that was uh, that was us a long, long time ago. But I went on so many camping trips with these men. We would just talk about being a man. I did the same thing uh, with my daughter. And yes, my back hurt and my shoulders hurt laying on the ground. And we ate some really cruddy food. Uh, but. Uh, we built some great memories, and my kids still remember um, the times that I've been there. So, museums, um, the Children's Museum in Fort Worth was, was a staple for us. You buy, buy a year pass and make sure you maximize that year and take years off, those kind of things. Uh, memorized scripture and created a reward. Um, if our kids memorized uh, Philippians chapter, I don't know, I think it was Philippians 2, I don't remember what it was exactly, uh, when they were little, I was like, guys, well, check us out. We're going to go to a hotel. And this hotel is going to have a pool. Are you serious? Dead serious. So let's get this. Let's get this knocked out, and we'll memorize it. And uh, and so we went, and I like found, dude. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to walk in there. I don't know that we still might have caught something uh, there. Uh, but man, we had a we had an amazing time. We had an amazing time, and um, we saw a, a B-rate movie and ate some very average uh, food. And but it was this reward that they had. Uh, moved towards, and uh, we came. We came home, and my youngest daughter said, "I don't want to be here. I want to be at our other house." And uh, she was talking about the cruddy uh, hotel that had a had a pool. Um, so, but anyway, anything that they can look forward to, I think is uh, is awesome. Um, big fan of this one, just outdoor adventures. Um, and so, for our family, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not trying to run up the score, okay? Um, but we hiked across the Grand Canyon uh, one day. And it was just such a great accomplishment uh, for us as a family. And so we trained. We, I took him over here. <laughs> I was not dad of the. I was not the, the the fun favorite dad. I take him over here to this tower. And make them walk up and down the stairs to kind of train and at the end uh they had to hit 20 flights of nine nine up and downs right and so my 10 year old daughter is just like you know just like i hate this dad you're like the worst dad and uh and we got to the end of that i mean just that moment right there never never forget it as long as i live we came up uh about 10 o'clock at night and uh, everybody was beat you know my daughter was blistered and we were hungry and we did it as a family amazing and so one of our axioms is we try to create memory we collect memories not stuff and i just guys like whatever you're spending money on it's between you and the lord but i would tell you if you've got kids in the home uh, I would encourage you to think about spending it on... And if, you hate, if you hate hiking, don't hike, okay? Uh, but I would encourage you to make memories. And uh, every year after those baseball trips, we'd drive home as a family, and I'd, um, I remember our carpet was really bad. And so we'd save up money for a carpet, and then we'd spend it on uh, the ballpark trip. And every every summer, we'd be driving back, and I'd say, babe, like... So we're not, we're not going to replace the carpet. You good with that? And she was like, absolutely. Like, that was the best use uh, of our money. And uh and we've just got we don't have a lot of stuff but I mean we have a lot uh, of memories. Um so the one at the very top we did uh, half dome um and uh which was so fun if you've seen you know when you boot up your mac you see this here mess my youngest in front and uh we got done. That was a, that was a great day, a long day. You, t- you take these cables up and over and you have to have gloves and I mean, people die up there all the time, but, uh, you know, we didn't. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I put her up in front and, uh, and it was, t- I mean, they were scared. They were scared. It was a calculated risk and we got done and we're, uh, we're eating, we're eating, uh, pizza and the youngest, she goes, dad, I had like multiple people tell me I was a total bad A, and uh, I said, "Well, you know, you are." Let's don't use that word. Uh, but uh, we had we had a great time, such a great time. On the right was Arches. I was, this is this is worth sharing. So, uh, you're going to have plans, and they're going to get scuttled. And how you handle those is going to have so much to do with how your kids experience you and remember those times. We we're going out to Arches National Park in Moab. You can rent um, jeeps or any like. Uh, Uh, atv things and go over all the slick rocks like where they film the jeep commercials so fun and terrifying uh and so we go out there and i'm looking forward to this i've always wanted to do uh you know some some of that park and go there and and it is like a a, just a comedy of errors getting out there we go to a dairy queen and like this is not an exaggeration Uh, all we go in there for is uh blizzards and it takes us over 45 minutes because they continue to mess up the orders overcharge us try to refund, can't, you know, and I'm like, let's, let, just let me go. You know, I was, I was willing to pay at that point, you know, 60 bucks, uh, just, just to have, uh, the, the freedom to leave and be back on the road. It just kept happening. We kept getting later and later and later. And we finally get there and I'm like, dadgummit, like we're going to get out there and we're not going to have much daylight, you know, and internally I'm like, this is Just, you know, I'm saying some stuff. And and, uh, one of our axioms as a family is it'll always work out. And I was just mad. I wasn't, it wasn't going to work out. And I was ticked off. So I had to get up on top of the car and dig out the headlamps and put uh, headlamps in our backpack and we go walking out there. And we get out there, man, and the sun starts to go down. And we just sat there looking over Delicate Arch and watched the sun go down. And and nobody kind of said anything like that was awesome. And I walked back in the desert, you know, uh, with my kids or collecting lizards and chasing stuff with their headlamps. And I remember just having my daughter's hand and we just walked and talked and sang and I prayed and I was like, Oh, this was the best day ever. And so internally I was, I was all bent out of shape. I didn't let it come out of my mouth. And so as you have fun with your kids, there's just going to be curveballs. Roll with it. Um, and, um, and enjoy the moments, whatever whatever comes, okay? Um, number 15, train for a race. Pam would always uh, train with our kids that she would do the hot chocolate race, and they would train, and then they would uh, go run. That was a ton of fun. Uh, you can have a ton of fun at a garage sale. Uh, one time, my kids and I, our boys and I, we found a crossbow uh, that was a smaller one, and we re-rigged it, and we shot um, shish kebab skewers. Dude, we had the best time. Uh, we would buy old uh, NES uh, Nintendo uh, consoles, and we figured out you could get this this part that would fix them, and so uh, we you know we'd play uh, old NES games and sell them, and we'd just go digging through there. We had such a great time. Uh, you can take um, uh, take a deck of cards, pretty much. Anywhere, uh, My girls love to play cards, and there's a Target right across the street. We'd take a deck of cards, and we'd go sit, uh, and b- I'd buy them a Sprite, and we would just talk. The Magnolia uh, Hotel, I think, still does this. They have free milk and cookies. Uh, some night, like, truly just walk in, and like, I'm not staying here. That's great. Have some milk and cookies. And so we'd take, uh, we'd take a deck of cards down there, and we'd eat milk and cookies and just, uh, and just talk. Um, cook a meal. Oh, let's see. Um, da- just dad night, um, you know. Uh, I I think using the word date, like date your daughter now, sounds a little bit creepy, uh, candidly, you know, Uh, but just spend time with them and just put it on the calendar and they know, hey, this this is my night with dad. Go see a ball game or whatever, and I just, I, for whatever reason, this one uh, is what Pam sent. Uh, just taking Maddie and I think all we got was dessert. Just went up to little uh, the ball uh, downtown, and it was it was the best. Uh, just getting dressed, uh, dressed up. So cook a meal together. Um, you know, this w- uh, we would just pick a country. Uh, that's France, in case you can't tell. No shirt, but we do have a beret on, so we're working on <laughs> working on modesty there. And uh, and so you can read um, uh, Operation World. And um, and just pray for that country uh, as you you talk about what life might be like in uh, in that country you know, uh, 20, just take advantage of like tournaments. You can create tournament, you know, with your kids, you pick a team, um, March madness Olympics. We'll, we'll take, we'll take, uh, the Olympics and scrub out like the top six. It's the same teams that are always going to be there. And so who's with the dark horse. And, uh, so that, that person can have, um, you know, a special, a special prize, uh, just take road trips, um, with the kids and then, um, you know, let them get whatever snacks they want, all that kind of stuff. And a uh, funny story one time, um, we were we were going on a road trip, and I told Hudson. And we walked into a convenience store. It's like, hey, just get whatever you want, buddy. And he's like, I want one of those really big iced teas. Great. And so uh, we check out, and uh, we're driving. I hear a knock on my on my window. I'm at a stoplight, and I look around, and there's a police officer there. And he goes, roll down the window. And I said, hey, you know, officer, can we help you? And he goes, what's in the bag? I'm like, what? And hey, what's what's in the bag? Uh, let me see. Let me see the bag. And Hudson goes like this and pulls out his Arizona iced tea. He goes, oh. He said that their car, like three uh, three cars back, said that there was a, a eight-year-old boy that was drinking beer with his dad in the front. He goes, there's a, there's a little uh, paperback here. It was iced tea. Uh, it was so, so funny. Um, just coaching your kids. Man, I had such a, we had some awesome years, won some championships. We had some t- Terrible, terrible years. Um, uh, but just, you know, making the rosters and thinking through think game plans with your kids that care was, was great. I still believe taking a walk, just going shoulder to shoulder with your kids. There's a convenience store the, uh, about a mile away, and I would walk them down there, uh, let them pick out one thing they thought it was the greatest thing ever, and we would just connect. Uh, and then just kind of whatever they're into, man. Uh, I've got one who's into shoes, and he... Um, I, uh, you know, I just, not my scene, like tennis shoes, uh, sneakers kind of thing. And so, man, we went uh, to a town and there was about 15 sneaker stores. And I said, hey, we can do anything you want this summer, buddy he wanted to do so I want to go here. I'm going to look at sneaker stores. And so he just drugged my tail around and we looked at sneaker stores and they were like kind of all the same. And, uh, but he thought it was amazing, you know, and I was like, buddy, I'm, I'm with you, man. I just kept saying, he, he goes, you really want to go? I was like, man, I'm just, I'm with you, pal. I'm with you. Whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm into it. And that's going to be great. And inside, I was like, this is completely stupid. And, uh, um, but just whatever, as they get older, uh, they're going to diverge from you and they're going to have interests that are not your interest. And you're going to have to really, uh, really kind of, um, be, be thoughtful about spending time with them. Okay. So, um, the 25, I just give you one tip. It would just be to, uh, in every moment, just to be present and pray. Hey, God, what would you have me do with my kids right now? Uh, we're late for this thing, or the soccer game got canceled, or we've got a road trip to go see your grandma. Uh, what's your agenda here? If I was just going to be the dad that you'd want me to be right here in this moment. Like, what, what would that look like? Uh, and be the husband to my wife. Um, would you give me creative uh, thoughts, energy, uh, would you give me joy in this moment? I, I would like that. And uh, in my own unique way, I don't want to compare myself uh, to others. And that, that would probably be the best tip. And just pause for a second. And sometimes you get, like, these really cool ideas. And sometimes it's just, hey, dude, love God, love others. You know, um, the two greatest commands, and you get to go, go do that. Okay? Um, so if you want to know how to mess this up, here's three ways you could royally mess this up. Okay? Number one is just to be a fun dad. Hey, I'm the fun dad but you don't make disciples, right? That would be such a miss. If your legacy was he was the funnest dad I know, and there was no and after that, right? Don't let that be the case. Put your energies into making disciples because that is the end goal. Number two, uh, being, you know, this fun dad, making these, these big moments, taking epic trips and putting together these amazing, you know, uh, pick the kids up in a float, uh, kind of thing and then you come home from work and you don't engage and it's Saturday and you, your first thought is, man, this is this is a day for me um, you put all your creative uh, you know, energy into making your life uh, optimized and not being with your kids that would be uh, a miss if you had a big photo album full of these epic moments but you hadn't taken advantage of carpool and just talking to your daughter and I just, you know uh, Today, yesterday, um, I woke up and um, my daughter, <laughs> she's, uh, she's uh, fans of a boy band, and I cannot remember the name of it um, in real time. Ah, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember, that's okay. And, uh, and I, I kid you not, I woke up in the morning, I was thinking about my day, and one of, the, one of those songs <laughs> like ran through my head, you know, I was like, are you kidding me? And, uh, and so I, we had breakfast and I was taking her to school and I said, hey babe, you know what song was in my head? was, uh, uh, this, this song. She goes, are you serious? I goes, yeah, you want to sing it? She's like, yes. And so, uh, so we sung this boy band song that I know the words to because she's played it 8 billion times, uh, with me. And, uh, and she come anyway, I was talking with Pam end of the day and she goes, Hey, Emmy, uh, asking me what her highlight was of the whole day. She said, being in the car with you while you sang that boy band song. She said, she said that was amazing. And, uh, and so the small moments, they really do matter, guys. And then I think another way you could lose is this. If you run around comparing yourself uh, to others and rather than learning from them. So, dude, you, you, you're not competing against anybody. Um, there is no scorecard. There is no AP poll uh, for dads. And it doesn't matter what your ranking is or what other dads think of you. It just doesn't matter. What matters is your faithfulness uh, to raise God's children. And um, you've got 18 summers with them. You've got 18 years uh, when they're in the home. And, um, and you can still spend time. Like I, I still, I got kids in college. It's awesome. Uh, I have to peel them off and, and spend like intentional time throughout the year with them, and I still do, and I love it. But these moments, guys, that you have here are unique and precious, and they go by so dang quick. And you've heard the, the metaphor. Uh, I'll repeat it. Because uh, I need to hear it again to be reminded, uh, when you're handed a child, right, um, imagine a shot clock, I think, think basketball, you know, 24 second clock, um, and it's an eight year clock. And the second that doctor says, here's your son, here's your daughter, the buzzer starts and it just starts taking down it starts ticking down, and it will go to zero. It's gone to zero twice uh, for me. And my wife, who loves God more than she loves me, more than she loves our kids, kinda went through like a mild depression uh, because her her little chicks were outside the house, and uh, we're good now, and um, um, we're looking forward to this season, but it's different. And there's a sense of loss, and you guys have an opportunity now. And so when you get home and you're tired and you don't wanna engage, when uh, it's summer and you're like, dude, if I could just lay low. Um, playing something great. Somewhere far away, some, uh, something, something close. And um, it's uh, you know dinner time and you're like, I just wanna eat and go back to my work. Figure out a way to engage because it'll go, that shot clock will go to zero so fast, it will make your head spin and you will have a sense of loss and regret. It happens to everybody. Um, my my goal, hopefully your goal, is just to kind of minimize, um, minimize that, okay? So I'm going to send you to your, um, your tables to have some conversation. Again, the goal is not to try to do all that. Hey, prime the pump. Uh, my, my, I just got my, my brain going a little bit. Make some, make some notes. What have you guys done? How could, I, uh, how could I think about this next summer? How could I think about tonight? Um, what what do I need to, to be about? What have you guys uh, done well? Here's a, here's something I need to confess uh, to you. Start praying and have a lot of fun, so that so that you can have a relationship with your children and teach them the things of God. Okay, that's why that is why uh, we're at this. It's not 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 for Instagram moments. Okay, it's not. So you can make disciples. And all this all this is. Uh, is a pathway to do so, but I think you'll, you'll find yourself uh, having a lot of joy uh, in the process. Okay, let me pray for you, and then I'm going to cut you to the tables, okay? Father, um, thank you for these men who got up really early, um, just, just in hopes that you would help them better uh, love and lead their families. And they have a sense, you know, um, to varying degrees, how how, uh, important this task is. They're shepherding your sons or your daughters, and they want to do it well, and I pray you'd help them. I pray in the next 12 months, you'd give them just some great memories, some great moments, some fun, some laughter, um, some creativity that they wouldn't have had in and of themselves spirit because you were uh, in them. And, uh, and working and so would you help them have great conversations and then would you strengthen them as they go about their day uh, helping to love you love others and serve uh, those that come in contact with in Christ's name we pray amen all right go to it guys